The following program is being brought to you on the World Talk Radio Network. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit worldtalkradio.com. The World Talk Radio Network, where the world comes to talk. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the World Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. to be inspired, informed, motivated, and recharged on radio's favorite power hour, Star Style, Be the Star You Are, with your hosts, Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany. Every day is a stellar day on Star Style, Be the Star You Are. Let's get this party started. Cynthia will be back to kick it all off after this break. The World Talk Radio Variety Channel. Did you know that teens with low self-esteem who feel they don't fit in are more vulnerable to peer pressure, more likely to have depressive reactions, eating disorders, higher rates of alcohol and drug abuse, criminal involvement, suicide attempts, and be involved with risky behaviors? You can help make a difference by sponsoring this radio program, Be The Star You Are. Be The Star You Are promotes positive role models, positive media, and donates positive books to increase literacy. Call 877-944-STAR, S-T-A-R. For more information or visit our website at bethestarur.org. Also, you can make a PayPal donation at www.bethestarur.org. Thank you for helping our youth succeed. Are you living your dreams? Want to create a life you love but don't know how to begin? Lifestyle coach and personal growth expert Cynthia Bryan has jump-started the lives and careers of clients for over two decades with her signature star-style consultations. With personalized sessions by phone or in person, you'll turn your passions into profits. Visit www.cynthiabryan.com or call 925-377-STAR. That's cynthiabryan.com or call 925-377-7888. Cynthia Bryan is your guide on the side. www.cynthiabryan.com You can be the star you are. The World Talk Radio Variety Channel Where the world comes to talk. You're listening to Star Style, Be the Star You Are, with hosts Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany. Be the Star You Are is a 501c3 nonprofit corporation to improve literacy and positive media. All contributions and donations are tax deductible. To comment on today's show, please call in toll free at 1 866 613 1612. That's 1 866 613 1612. Or send an email to info at be the star you are.org. Now back to Star Style, Be the Star You Are, with the Oprah of the Airwaves, Cynthia Bryan. Be the star 
Well, hey there, party partners. Are you welcome? Are you ready to have a good time? Welcome to Radio's Finest Hour of Power, Star Stabby, the star you are. I'm Cynthia Bryan. And I'm Heather Brittany. And we are the mother-daughter dynamic duo, and this will be our Tea for Two segment. And we are happy to help you live your life with more success so that you can laugh and have fun and be the wild people you were meant to be because we are a show about following your heart. Well, today we're going to start off our show in our Tea for Two. Heather is going to talk to us about the new craze. It's actually a reinvention of a 60s craze, go-go dancing, and how young people are flocking to the clubs for this. In segment two, your body knows how to heal itself, according to author Carr Bursell. He's going to share his priceless information about living a healthy life with his book, The End of Medicine. You won't need drug supplements or even any genetic therapy, so that'll be very interesting. And then in our third segment, we are going to announce the new sixth annual essay contest, and we will be talking about a couple more chapters of Be the Star You Are for Teens. The miracle moment for today is brought to you by Carmony Collection, handmade clutches and hair accessories for the discriminating female. Visit CarmonyCollection.com or MySpace.com forward slash Carmony Clutches, and that's Carmony with a K, Clutches with a K. This is by Eleanor Roosevelt. I think somehow we learn who we really are and then we live with that decision. Hmm, what is that actually saying, Heather? I think it's that we have to figure out who we are, and, and we better decide whether we like ourselves or not. What do you think? Exactly. <laughs> well, I wanted to talk about this new phenomena that is just kind of taking over the club scene, which is all about go-go dancing. Now, in the 60s, go-go dancing was really a big thing, and there used to be girls in white boots, you know, on stages or on platforms, and everybody wanted to be a go-go dancer, and there were certain moves that you did, and everybody would uh, kind of emulate that, whether it was doing the swim or the, um, um, you know, mashed potatoes or whatever the thing was. <laughs> so tell us about what is this new up dated millennium craze called go-go dancing. Well, it's so funny. You keep saying new and updating. It never went away. It's not exactly a new craze. I think it's just maybe your generation is becoming more familiar with it. If you've ever gone to Las Vegas or if you've ever just gone, if you live in a big city or gone into a big city, um, nightclubs, that they always have featured dancers on stage, and they're called go-go's. And the term has been, um, I think throughout the years, been kind of loosely and incorrectly used. But all they really are is to accentuate the DJs or the music that's playing up there. Uh, and so for different clubs and different venues and different kinds of dancers, and as you said, in the 60s, uh, the people in the crowd would follow would follow along with it. If you remember how Goldie Hawn was a little go-go dancer. Exactly. I mean, uh, she was the person, I think, that really made the craze uh, happen for people of the 60s and 70s generation, and everybody wanted to be as cute as she was. Exactly. Exactly. And, so, you know, in, in doing my research of this, of how, you know, how did go-going first start? Um, something that's interesting, it's kind of always to find this, it, you can't really pinpoint the true creation of anything like that because it's like saying, when did dance first cease to exist? 
But um, it was definitely around the 1960s that go dance dancing and originated in this place in New York City called the Peppermint Lounge. And that's when girls would get on stage and start to do the twists. And the thing was that they were getting up on tables and, on t- and you know, really attracting to it. And trying to find out what, what is this term go-go? Why, why would they call it go-go? And it's actually derived from the French um, expression, I guess it's the a-go-go. <laughs> and that means, well, yeah, I mean, and there was a song, you know, that was going to a go-go. Yeah, and what that means in French, it means uh, abundance or galore. And then, again, where everything always has its original derivation from is in Latin, the word, uh, I think it's legor, leg- legu, I'm probably pronouncing, sorry, all those Latin folks up there. But how how do you spell it? Uh, G-O-G-U-E. Okay, all right. So and so, what did it say about in Latin? It, well, it just means, um, in Latin, it means joy and happiness. So all it really is is they're saying these are just these, a dance, these dancers are just an abundance of joy and happiness. And I have to say now, frequently, you know, going to nightclubs, seeing the go, seeing the dancers out there, it really does get people going. Seeing these people up there now no longer is it people trying to emulate as much as, um, their dance moves. Cause a lot of times club promoters are paying these dancers. It's almost, you know, it's, a lot of these people are well-trained, professional skilled dancers and they're, they're doing certain moves up there that a lot of people couldn't do. But when you see that up there, they get inspired by seeing good dance moves. It makes them want to have more fun. It gets the crowd going. They're seeing the expressions. These girls are representing, you know, happiness, fun, you know, a sexiness. It's that thing that guys want to date them and girls want to be them. It's, it's right. creating, you know, it's creating an image to go with the music, to go with the club. And it really, you know, it's something, it creates that ambiance that people Now, want when it. you talk about the go-go in today's day, are there several people on stage at a time? Does it vary from club to club? How does that work? Well, it's all, it's hard to turn on that because every club is built and designed differently. Um, in most places, they're called boxes. And what it is is each girl's on their own, own personal stage in a sense, like a giant box, at least anywhere from five to ten feet off the ground. And they're in a small, maybe, you know, maybe three by five area. So they just have this small box area to That's dance That's really on. small. Isn't that pretty hard to dance in something like that? Uh, well, you know, the thing is, it isn't about dancing all over the place. It's about small contracted moves in a small contained area. You know, you're, you're being a focal point so that people are looking up and they're seeing that and you're above the crowd so people are looking up to you. You're looking down upon them, you know, and dancing for them. Um, but if a club is built differently and maybe a club just has one big stage, maybe there would be girls on either stage that are just on, you know, maybe a small box that's, you know, a, a foot off the ground or something just so that they have some kind of thing. It's, it's almost kind of like saying they're put on a pedestal as if they're put up on a giant box up there to be about, you know, so people are looking up at them, like this, you know, it's a little ballerina when you open, when you open one of those uh, jewelry boxes type thing. Right, exactly, and then the music starts and the ballerina dances. Exactly, exactly, and, you know, something that, uh, I'm trying to find out, you know, who is famous for this, there was a Carol Dota. Oh, yeah, was, Carol Dota, but she was, yeah, she was in from San Francisco, she was actually. Exact, exactly, uh, in North, in North, North Beach, Beach she, right. She was kind of a hot topic because she was one of the uh, first people 
able to first get breast implants. And she kind of, she made go-going really famous. Um, and one well, of those she things also had like a topless place too. Exactly, and that's what I was going to get into. Is oh, why, okay. why people kind of, you know, sometimes uh, when people hear go-go, they think stripper or they think, you know, some kind of seductive dancing. Uh, well, it was, I think because a lot of times, as I said, is people misuse um, the wording. Like there's like an exotic dancer or something. It's kind of how, the, you know, an exotic dancer and a stripper are the same thing. But when you say an exotic dancer, it just sounds, you know, more professional or something. Uh, that, yeah, she, she started um, a whole showcase at, at the Condor Club, and it was this, you know, topless, woo. I think, but at the same time, you know, so that really made this term go-going big, um, but it kind of created a new, um, a new appearance with go-going. And, and in Las Vegas, where that's where you'll find probably the highest, um, the highest amount of go-going, they can get away with a lot more there. So certain clubs do have topless dancers, but for the most portions, um, of the country and big kind of, uh, metropolitan areas, that's not it at all. And a lot of these, you know, these girls, uh, sign strict contracts. They're just you know, it's part of the entertainment industry um, is that these people, you know, are, are paying taxes on their stuff, and, and it isn't related um, to stripping uh, at all. So it's always interesting, you know, to find out what people's different terms um, of a go-go dancer is or what their terms of, of uh, just dancers in general when they see here about girls in the now, club. Now, what kind of training? Because if you have several... Do guys do it too? Do there are there male go-go dancers? You know, it's a lot less. Usually, um, you will find male dancers, but you frequently will find more of those in the gay clubs, which I found researching on. Is that there is a big following, um, but that's mostly in um, you know the male-dominated uh, gay clubs, and because uh, obviously there girls aren't girls aren't exactly a hot commodity. Right. So, um, yeah, and I mean, I've even seen that here in um, the San Diego area because we have a fantastic um, gay community, and some of the clubs down there, um, they have dancer guy dancers out there, and the guys love it. And then these are great dancers, um, but for the more mainstream clubs that just you know anywhere in downtown areas, it's predominantly women. I'm yet to see, um, and just a regular nightclub thing to see guy dancers. Um, now, do the girls um, or the dancers, do they ever give classes or anything on, like, how to dance? Um, I'm sure there is, you know, and is there enough different? I've never seen anything about with go-go dancing, but I have seen recently in mainstream uh, exercise clubs is that they offer strip tease aerobics, which are not literally taking off your clothes, but um, they teach you how to become, because it's all based in your core. There's a lot, similar to belly dancing, it's a lot of uh, core movements, and everyone knows today of what great strength training that is and what an amazing cardio workout it is as well. And if, and if you've ever seen these ad now, it's kind of how different exercise things go through all these different crazes. And I recently had a friend do a strip tease aerobic class, and they they have their it's called like a an exercise pole, but in a sense it's a strip pole. <laughs> but on um, these things, and I had tried one out at my friend's class, and you would think you know because I I was amazed at how difficult this was, but it's really they're showing they're kind of trying to take to make it more sexy and and more you know appropriate. But what a workout it is and very cardio. I've never seen anything specializing go go. 
Um, but and to transfer over I've, something that's kind of off the beaten path regarding exercise and dance, anyone that's looking to get into that, I recommend that you um, you know, take a lot of dance classes. Some of those dancers out there have had years and years of training. And as you probably know, there's no specification, no dance training growing up called Dance of Go-Go. It's based off, you know, hip-hop, jazz, ballet, um, all these kind of new ways coming out, you know, uh, contracting the stomach muscles. It's all just about movement and dance. And, um, you know, anyone that's looking into, that would be interested in go-go, and go out there and just take some regular hip-hop classes, watch some videos, go to the club, see how these girls dance and move, and definitely, you know, make sure you can hold up with the cardio because it is a workout. <laughs> well, so I think then the bottom line is is that we, the, if you really want to get into shape, start uh, going to a club, right. check out how, the, how the dancers are and dancing. learn the dances. Exactly. And you'll be able to probably really get into shape and get your uh, blood pumping, et cetera. Well, Heather, give out uh, websites, please, for mm-hmm. Harmony Collection and, um, and also Be the Star You Are. Yes, most definitely. Go to myspace.com forward slash Carmen Clutches, both of the K. BeTheStarYouAre.org. We just had our fantastic bash earlier this month. Um, and so the new book is out, everyone. If you want to hear some more about our two for two topics and just read a fantastic book all about the teens, uh, get, pick up Miss Cynthia Bryan's new book, Be the Star You Are for Teens. It is a fantastic book, and it's also endorsed by some amazing teen celebrities as well. So if that isn't enough to get you reading, I don't know what else is. <laughs> well, I know. I'm really excited about the book. People can learn more about the book at bethestarur.com which is a site that is uh, completely for the book, which is exciting. And we're working on getting a video up there. And we do have video from the event that we had, but we don't have that posted yet. But it is coming. And all year we're celebrating the 10th anniversary of Be The Star You Are charity. So if you're feeling generous, consider going to bethestarur.org, as Heather said, and make a donation. We're telling people, hey, give $10 for 10 years. That's just a dollar a year. Or just buy a couple of books because the money will go to charity. And we and do Christmas appreciate is coming it. Up. All those holidays are coming up. Makes a great stocking stuffer. Absolutely. Well, Heather, I love hearing about GoGo, and I'm looking forward to going to a club and watching some because definitely I better start go-going even at home and just get in shape that way. I like that whole idea. There's no better way than dancing to have fun. Exactly. All right. Well, again, that was Heather Brittany. When we come back from break, we're going to be talking with Cara Bursell about the end of medicine. We're going to learn, look how we can be healthier, eat healthier, live longer, and have a great life. So you stay with us. I'm Cynthia Bryan. And I'm Heather Whitney. And this is Star Style Beat, the star you are. Don't go away. Lots more to come. Hey, and you go, go. The World Talk Radio Variety Channel. teens with low self-esteem who feel they don't fit in are more vulnerable to peer pressure, more likely to have depressive reactions, eating disorders, higher rates of alcohol and drug abuse, criminal involvement, suicide attempts, and be involved with risky behaviors. You can help make a difference by sponsoring this radio program, Be The Star You Are. 
Be The Star You Are promotes positive role models, positive media, and donates positive books to increase literacy. Call 877-944-STAR, S-T-A-R. For more information or visit our website at bethestarur.org. Also, you can make a PayPal donation at www.bethestarur.org. Thank you for helping our youth succeed. Are you living your dreams? Want to create a life you love but don't know how to begin? Lifestyle coach and personal growth expert Cynthia Bryan has jump-started the lives and careers of clients for over two decades with her signature star-style consultations. With personalized sessions by phone or in person, you'll turn your passions into profits. Visit www.cynthiabryan.com or call 925-377-STAR. That's cynthiabryan.com or call 925-377-7827. Cynthia Bryan is your guide on the side. www.cynthiabryan.com. CynthiaBryan.com. You can be the star you are. Are you wondering how to jumpstart your life while bringing more excitement and joy into every moment? Join the Goddess Gals, the mother-daughter dynamic duo, Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany, each week on radio's favorite power hour, Star Style, Be the Star You Are. You'll hear from the experts and authors that inspire and motivate you to be your greatest, unique self. Plus, in Tea for Two, a mother-daughter brew, Cynthia and Heather tackle the topics and tips that make a difference. Listen every Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern on World Talk Radio, Studio. The World Talk Radio Variety Channel, where the world comes to talk. You're listening to Star Style, Be the Star You Are, with hosts Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany. Be the Star You Are is a 501c3 nonprofit corporation to improve literacy and positive media. All contributions and donations are tax deductible. To comment on today's show, please call in toll-free at 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. Or send an email to info at bethestarur.org. Now back to Star Style, Be the Star You Are, with the Oprah of the Airwaves, Cynthia Bryan. Be the star you are. It's always great to be here, and we so like having you with us here on Star Style, Be the Star You Are. Thank you for staying tuned. Simply stated, macrobiotic living is the art of learning how to eliminate the factors Emotional, physical, and psychological, which would promote illness and adopt factors that support the healing process. This is said by author Cora Bursell. He is the author of The End of Medicine, and he is with us today to show us how we can live a healthy, happy life without drugs or maybe even without health insurance. Welcome, Cora, to Be the Star You Are. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. Well, I am delighted. It's very fascinating reading your book, The End of Medicine. I understand you were born and raised in Kenya, went to school in England, and, of course, you grew up as a uh, teen and young adult uh, in the 60s generation. Can you tell us how perhaps some of your childhood in Kenya as well as living, you know, in the Western Hemisphere had influenced your diet, and then how you changed to become the person you are today or have been for the, almost the last three decades. Well, I just think that I just grew up like most people do. You know, they eat what their parents feed them on the table, and uh, we ate the usual 
you know, meat and dairy and sugar and all that stuff, and that was the true in Kenya, except probably the quality of the food was a little better. And then when I went to England, uh, it was the same fare. And uh, my change came about because uh, of uh, my experiences as a uh, veterinarian. Yet you were trained and you studied and became a veterinarian. And tell us what happened there, because when you were a veterinarian assistant or a practitioner, you weren't making a lot of money and you wanted to save money. And so you started on this, you started studying the macrobiotic uh, diet. And you found that not only was, did you feel better, but it was less expensive too. Well, yeah, I mean, my, my condition, my, because, of, because of the long chronic e- eating of meat and potatoes and sugar, what I call the meat and potato diet, is that um, I became sick. I mean, I got chronic ailments like back pain and insomnia and sciatica. And then after I changed to the macrobiotic way of eating, uh, within weeks, my condition had completely and utterly turned around. And, I was, and it was literally... For me, a miraculous transformation. So I began to look more deeply into the whole macrobiotic uh, theory about how it works and what happens and all that. And uh, that's how it—that's how it all got started. Well, you know what I found fascinating is the fact that when you talked about your illnesses, when I was first reading, I was expecting to see something really major, you know, like a cancer or a leukemia. And instead, what you said that was you had back pain, you had sciatica, you had headaches. These are all the things that people today don't think that it's related to diet. They'll say that getting this, these kinds of aches and pains are stress-related. And what you show in your book is that food makes a difference. Right. And the, thing, the point is, is if you, one of the things I, link, I, did not, I did mention is that I was 200 pounds. And which was overweight. Now, when you look at the American population today, uh, 70 plus percent of adults over 20 are overweight, obese, or very obese. And all obesity and overweight are directly linked to such conditions as lower back pain, headaches, um, uh, tight shoulders, pains in the joints, all the kind of ailments that people have that they seem to assume it sort of goes with the territory of being human. Well, you tell us about what you mean by the yin and the yang, because when somebody's starting a macrobiotic dietary practice, it's really important to study the yin and the yang. And you go through this. Again, we're talking to Cora Bursell. He's the author of The End of Medicine, and he talks about his, uh, it's not going to be miraculous recovery because it is the kind of recovery that we can all have if we eat a, a balanced, healthy diet that humans are meant to eat. We're not really meant to be eating the meat and potatoes, are we? No, we're not. Our digestive system is not, uh, it's not acclimated to digesting meat and potatoes at all. So that's why so many problems. But as far as the yin and yang question goes is that yin and yang is a fundamental um, uh, principle that operates in all human beings and, in fact, operates in all natural phenomena. And uh, so, and it's very simple. I mean, everybody says, well, yin and yang is such a foreign word, but, or terms, but the fact of the matter is it's like expansion, contraction, hot, cold, uh, left, right, in, out, up, down. They're polarities. 
And we're, we are inundated with polarities as human beings. So therefore, if we can find a way to balance these polarities so that we maintain a harmonious, uh, satisfying, vital lifestyle, then we're, we're already going to be in a very good situation as far as our, our sense of well-being and happiness goes. So yin and yang is basically applying those, those ideas to our food what foods are heating? What's are cooling? What are hardening foods? What are softening foods? What are foods that make us uh, uptight and 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 intense? What are foods that make us relaxed and and open? You know all those kinds. Of, so you can use that understanding. And what has happened over the course of time is that the the, the foods that help us to maintain our balance, and so we are more relaxed and peaceful and and uh, emotionally stable and have clarity of thinking, are whole grains and vegetables. Now, when you say whole grains and vegetables, give us some ex- um, specific examples of the things that we need to eat. Because you talk about we need to have a lot of uh, leafy green vegetables, and I would assume the more organic we can have anything, the better it is, as well as the whole grains and brown rices, etc. But the food can taste good as well. Oh, it can. Well, it can taste really wonderful without any, you know, sauces or or uh, spices or herbs or anything put in there. But the key thing is to learn how to cook it. So I recommend that people who are willing to um, start to um, a macrobiotic life for themselves is to get a cookbook and in your locality, wherever you happen to be, start looking out for people who are giving cooking classes and then start from there because, and the fact is, and it's no excuse that you can't cook because when I started, I couldn't cook my way I out know, of the bag. I laughed, Cora, at that <laughs> is that you, your cooking was, uh, what, eggs and bacon and maybe making toast? That was the extent of your culinary expertise when you first went on this uh, practice. Right, totally. I had no idea at all. And, of course, my first efforts of cooking brown rice and vegetables weren't exactly, you know, something to write home about. <laughs> but but as, I got, as I became more, you know, practiced at it, the more I did it, the better I got, the more the food tasted good. And the fact of the matter is I love the taste of the food, and it is tasty. And of course, well, and you because your body probably not only your body needs these kinds of foods, these whole foods that it was meant to consume. So I'm sure you actually um, just kind of I don't want to use the word crave, but this is what you desire. Once you get into a routine of eating healthily, this is the only thing that you'd want to eat. Right, because it's, and of course you're heavily motivated because you feel so good. You know, you remember how you felt before. And, and when you start eating this way, you feel so good, and you continue to feel good. It's not like, you know, some pe- most people, they go through life, they have their ups and downs. You know, they go through a good time, then they go through a bad time, then they go through a good time. With, with a macrobiotic approach, you maintain your level of health at a high plateau for as long as you practice eating the whole grains and vegetables. 
You have a really interesting chapter in your book. Again, we are talking to author Cora Bursell. His book is The End of Medicine. He has a great website, alchemycalpages.com, where you can get more information. But you talk about diagnosis, and you talk about this facial diagnosis. Now, I had never, until I read your book, known that we can really tell what's going on in our body from our face. I mean, I've... You know, I've studied a little bit of reflexology and knew that, but I didn't know about the face. Will you discuss this a little bit? Because this is a fascinating chapter. Oh, this is just, I mean, well, facial diagnosis and visual diagnosis, the tools that we have, uh, you know, that we can learn through our going to the appropriate books are just a completely amazing tool because you can, essentially the body tells us and one of the books that is available is Your Face Never Lies by Michio Kushi, is the body tells us what is going on internally way before any crisis begins to occur. So we can say, oh, this is going on in my heart, this is going on in my lungs, this is going on in my kidneys, my intestines, whatever, so then I can make the adjustments and do uh, the adjustments to my eating in order to help those, those organs heal themselves so we don't end up with, you know, heart problems or liver problems or whatever the case may be. It's a tremendous tool that everybody should learn, and it's not that hard to learn. And you, have, and that's a, you actually have diagrams in the book where you can see what's going on in the body and what's happening in your intestines just by following the diagrams. Now, the lips, it sounds like, are very important in doing facial diagnosis. They are, especially for the intestines, because my whole sort of approach is based on the condition of the intestines, and the problem, the problem with the intestines in the modern, you know, modern population is phenomenal. I mean, it's a formidable problem, and it's really where the obesity stems from, so that... Um, the lips basically are very clear indicators of the condition of both our large intestine and our small intestine and our stomach. And so if you can see that and you can just look at that and you can... And the thing is, they do change. You know, you have, people have large swollen lips with, with pock marks in them or big, deep lines in them, and they're swollen. I mean, I had them when I first started my macrobiotic practice, and they're gone, totally gone, like... And also, like the line between—I didn't show this in my book—but the, there's a between the eyebrows. If you get develop a deep line there, a vertical line, that's liver problems. And I had a seriously deep vertical line when I first started, and it's completely gone. So these things can be changed. So you can actually meet somebody, and just by looking at their faces, you can diagnose them. Oh, yeah. You in your book, you talk about that. Besides the, you know, everything you're talking about, the yin, the yang, and the diagnosis, and, and, and the microbiotic diet, that the real reason that you wrote the book was to talk about the ginger compress. Right. I want to talk about ginger, because I use a lot of ginger in, in uh, just even raw ginger and cooking, whatever. I've always loved ginger, but I had never heard about using it as a compress. No, I and mean, I think this is pretty well. It's not unique. It's unique to macrobiotics, but it's actually been a, a practice in, in traditional Chinese medicine for, for a long time. I don't know whether it's used then now because I am not a. I mean, I'm not familiar with modern 
you know, practices of traditional Chinese medicine. But the fact is that it's a, it's one of the, I consider it one of the great treasures of, of human culture that has been bestowed upon us by the traditional ancient body cultures. And um, it's a, just a tremendous tool. And not only is it good for getting rid of um, stagnations internally by doing external, because it's, it's an external remedy in terms of the abdomen, which is the one I recommend. It's very good for joint pain, muscle pain, and uh, and uh, what's your tendon and ligament pain? You know, if you have those kind of problems, you can just bathe your. Just it sounds you like this ginger compress is really good for just almost anything that ails you. Yeah, except for you can't do it on your head, and you can't do it if you have a feverish condition. That's where it has to be avoided. And of course, if you're pregnant or you're breastfeeding. Right, you have to be careful. Well, because it it actually brings on the heat, correct? Right. And also, if you and of course, and of course, it helps your body to detox. So, if you're breastfeeding, your baby is not going to like it very much. Now, you also mentioned that besides the fact that you lost what sixty pounds and you weigh about one hundred and thirty, and you've maintained that for all these years now, close to thirty years, ever since you started the mac- uh, macrobiotic uh, way of eating and healing and living that you also don't need health insurance. Now, that is a huge revelation because today, you know, we're having such a problem with health insurance, and you look at it as a scam. I look at it as a scam as well. But let's talk about how you can stay so healthy that you don't even need health insurance. Right. Now, this is, yes, that's a huge thing. Of course, with all the nonsense, I mean, I consider a fiasco what's going on in Washington with regard to health care reform. And interestingly enough, Michael Pollan wrote an Arbet piece in New York Times about a week ago, and that's the first public, you know, uh, writings that I've seen in a mainstream uh, uh, organization that says the problem with healthcare is a problem with the American diet. He said that. And See, that's a huge revelation, isn't it? I know. For m- most people, it's like. Now, of course, I don't think the government can solve this problem at all. If you want to solve it, you have to solve it yourself. And, of course, eating macrobiotically is the best way to solve it because, I mean, I don't know what health care costs are in terms of, you know, premiums and all that because I haven't used them at all, but I understand they're pretty expensive. So if you can reduce your household budget by whatever it is, 1500 a month or 400 a month or whatever it is, that's a huge boom boon in these times that we're of tough economic situation for most Yeah, and just think what people could do with that if they changed their eating habits, bought the correct foods, and you actually have a wonderful chapter called Getting Started. So you don't leave your readers hanging. You actually give them a shopping list of what they need to get going, and interestingly enough, it's not going to cost much more than 100 to 150 dollars to right. completely stock your refrigerator and your pantry with all the healthy good things you're going to need to get on a diet where you can eventually eliminate your health insurance. Right, right. Well, let's give out your website once again. This is a book if you want to get healthy, you need to read this book, The End of Medicine. 
That is by Cora Bursell. He spells his first name K-A-A-R-E, and then last name B-U-R-S-E-L-L-E. Now, your website that you want people to go to is the, the alchemycalpages.com? Right. And then one more plug before yes. we go. I'm going to be teaching at the Fall Health Classic in November. It's in Santa Barbara. So go to the healthclassics.com to get information on that event. Healthtraffic.com? Right, healthclassics.com. Dot com. And I imagine that you're teaching in other places as well, and will you post it on your website too? No, people, people have to um, email me. When you go to my website, if you go to the bottom of every page, there's an email link, and if you want to find out about what I'm doing, just give me an email. Excellent. Well, Cora, thank you so much for sharing your expertise and for sharing this information that isn't much known about but can really change a life. And we really appreciate it. The End of Medicine, Cora Bursell. Pick up a copy. Get healthy. Cora, it's been a pleasure. Thank you for joining us on Star Style. Be the star you are. Right. Thank you for a wonderful interview. Thank you. Thank you. And when we come back, we're going to unveil the sixth annual essay contest. That will be happening for Be the Star You Are. And we'll be talking some more issues on health. Stay with me. I'm Cynthia Bryan, and this is Star Style, Be the Star You Are. We'll be back in a bit. The World Talk Radio Variety Channel. Apathy, violence, and negative messages are everyday occurrences in our country. You can be a changemaker when you dare to care by supporting Be The Star You Are Charity, a 501c3 that empowers women, families, and youth through improved literacy, positive media, and tools for living. Visit www.bethestarur.org to find out how you can make a difference in our world. Everyone counts. That web address again is www.bethestarur.org. Bethestarur.org. Business Bites. Here's Cynthia Bryan. Do you know what it takes to beat business burnout? Working in any industry is tough. Long hours, stress, and run-ins with Murphy's Law can make anyone a candidate for burnout. Burnout can result in serious emotional and physical problems as well as a decline in profits. Here are a few tips for beating the burnout blues. Identify the systems that are affecting your performance. Do the most important things first. Stop talking and start listening. Exercise. Make time for exercise. Catch people doing something right. Take a break. Better yet, take a vacation. Help someone else that gets your mind off your own problems. Vent your frustrations. Reevaluate what's important in life. Breathe deeply and laugh more. Remember, you are the star of your own performance. Turn your passions into profits. I'm Cynthia Bryan from Star Style with another business bite. Visit star-style.com for more information or call 925-377-7827. Are you living your dreams? Want to create a life you love but don't know how to begin? 
Lifestyle coach and personal growth expert Cynthia Bryan has jump-started the lives and careers of clients for over two decades with her signature star-style consultations. With personalized sessions by phone or in person, you'll turn your passions into profits. Visit www.cynthiabryan.com or call 925-377-STAR. That's cynthiabryan.com or call 925-377-7827. Cynthia Bryan is your guide on the side. www.cynthiabryan.com You can be the star you are. Are you wondering how to jumpstart your life while bringing more excitement and joy into every moment? Join the Goddess Gals, the mother-daughter dynamic duo, Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany, each week on radio's favorite power hour, Star Style. Be the star you are. You'll hear from the experts and authors that inspire and motivate you to be your greatest, unique self. Plus, in Tea for Two, a mother-daughter brew, Cynthia and Heather tackle the topics and tips that make a difference. Listen every Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern on World Talk Radio, Studio. The World Talk Radio Variety Channel, where the world comes to listen and talk. You're listening to Star Style, Be the Star You Are, with hosts Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany. Be the Star You Are is a 501c3 nonprofit corporation to improve literacy and positive media. All contributions and donations are tax deductible. To comment on today's show, please call in toll-free at 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. Or send an email to info at bethestarur.org. Now back to Star Style, Be the Star You Are, with the Oprah of the Airwaves, Cynthia Bryan. Be the star you are. Well, how great that you are still here with me, and we get to celebrate for about 20 minutes more. I love it, I love it. Well, I've just finished lecturing today to uh, a group of PEO women. I was speaking about literacy and the importance of making a difference, and of course, talking about the new book, Be the Star You Are for Teens. I leave uh, for San Diego shortly where I will be speaking to the American Society of Interior Designers as part of the Distinguished Guest Series. And my topic is beating business burnout. And I'm looking so forward to uh, motivating and inspiring my fellow interior designers. But keep in mind, if you are looking for a lecturer or a speaker to bring into your group or organization or company, you may want to get in touch with me because this is my passion is to help other people live their dreams and to love, laugh, learn, lead more effectively and, of course, to challenge you to be the star that you already are. For more information, give our offices a call, 925-377-7827. You can email me directly, Cynthia, at CynthiaBryan.com. Or just go to the website, CynthiaBryan.com, and that's Brian with an I, C-Y-N-T-H-I-A-B-R-I-A-N.com. I know it's hard to get all this stuff spelled out on the radio, but, you know, sometimes you go back, you listen to the archives, and you're thinking, how do I get in touch? Of course, with Google and the search engines today, it makes it a little bit easier Well, as a sneak preview, I wanted to give all you dedicated radio listeners a jump 
start on our sixth annual national essay contest that will be starting in November, and it'll run through January. And this year, we are limiting it to one topic. If you've entered in the past, for the past five years, we've always had choose from one of three topics. But this year, we decided we're going to make it uh, easier for the judges to judge apples by apples and easier for the writers to write about one thing and concentrate on it. The topic is, who is your role model and or mentor, and in what ways has this person changed your life for the better? And as I, the date will begin on November 15th. The prize is $100 in cash, plus you get a guest appearance here on our nationally syndicated radio show, Star Style, Be the Star You Are. In addition, your story will be published at our various websites, and it will be published in our Star Searcher Express newsletter that goes out to about 81,000 people. And uh, also we will have runners-up, and they will be published with their websites as well. And there might be some other prizes along the way. As of right now, we don't have a sponsor for the events, but we're looking for sponsors. So if anyone would like to sponsor our National Essay Contest, do get in touch with me, Cynthia at CynthiaBryan.com and we will uh, get you on board. Now, what's fun about the essay contest is it's short. And the purpose is that is so many of us today, I think everybody today, is busy. And it's difficult to sit down and write a 2,000-word essay. So the reality is it's actually harder to write things short and make them succinct. This is why the book Be the Star You Are for Teens is so successful already and Be the Star You Are the original book was successful is because the word count was small. In Be the Star You Are for Teens, we have a maximum word count of about 600 words. There's only a couple of chapters that have 1,000 words. Most of them are max of, of 600 words, which it's, it is challenging to get your message across. But if you can do it in 600 words, you really will have a very good, tight story. So for the essay contest, the word count is anything between 300 and 600 words. We were inspired to choose this topic of role model and mentoring because here at Be The Star You Are, it's been our desire to mentor and be role model, models for other people. I have always had role models and mentors in my life, and as most of you uh, probably know, we've given a salute to Father Pat McGrath. He'd been on the show many times. But he was my role model and a mentor to me from the time I was a young girl until this, just this summer he has died, but I know he's going to continue from wherever he is mentoring me. So we want to find out how your life has changed or been made for the better by the role models in your life. Now, all the submissions must be original. They must be the sole property of the author. You will, as the author, retain all rights to the submission. You're only giving Be the Star You Are first North American rights, which means we get to publish it first, and that way you'll get your award. But after we publish it, which will be sometime in, uh, in late February of next year, and then we announce all the winners and, and put you on the radio, you are free to submit it to anything you want, to another book, to an anthology. And who knows, it's possible you might end up in one of our books. Uh, there were a couple of essays that were winners in the past 
who actually ended up in our book, Be the Star You Are for Teens. And, um, and you, you may recognize it when you see the book. So for more information, go to bethestarur.org, and when you click on the home page, go to the section called Write, W-R-I-T-E, and you'll see the guidelines for the essay contest for um, this year. Or feel free to email me, Cynthia, at CynthiaBryan.com if you are interested now. And again, we won't be accepting them until... Uh, November 15th, but you can start writing it. There is a $10 donation to enter, and then, of course, as I said, you can win $100 plus a guest appearance on the show, and there will be other prizes announced. So this is really exciting, and we're going to be excited to have you be part of it. BeTheStarYouAre.org is where you want to go to find out more information. Now, I wanted to talk to you about um, Be The Star You Are for Teens, Simple Gifts for Living, Loving, Laughing, and Learning, and Leading, which is the new book that was just launched this past week at our 10th anniversary celebration. It boasts 38 contributors, and we are really excited about the book. And so far, it's selling really rapidly, although it's not even in storage yet. It's just people are contacting us. When you contact us and you uh, buy it through the charity of Be The Star You Are, all the money will go to Be The Star You Are charity. Um, from stores, I'm not so sure how much we're going to be getting, but you know, hopefully we'd get a few cents, but I, I can't really count on that. So consider buying it directly from the charity, and that, again, is um, BeTheStarYouAre.org, BeTheStarYouAre.com, or you can call our offices, 925 377 7827. I wanted to read to you the gift of reading. And this is a, st- a short story that uh, I wrote. And th- I really believe that literacy is just so important. Books have always been my trusted companions. As a child, I loved The Wind in the Willows and the Beatrix Potter series. And during pre adolescence, it was The Lives of the Saints, Nancy Drew, Anne of Green Gables. And the Hardy Boys. But during my teen years, I sought comfort in biographies, uh, in histories, in Jane Austen, the Bronte sisters, Shakespeare, and romance, lots of romance. Serious reading was part of my university education with books on anthropology, geography, history, art, theater, philosophy, religion, and geology combined with the occasional personal growth tome. Besides books on achievement and self-help, my current fascination is the exploits of the wayward sailor Tristan Jones, who beautifully writes about his adventures and mishaps on incredible voyages on the seven seas in a small craft. There was never a time that I didn't have a book by my bedside table. During time of turmoil, I turned to books. Books have their own unique power. They allow us to get inside the lives of characters and lose ourselves in an adventure in a way that movies, the Internet, or real life cannot. Books last for a generation, never lose their appeal. They are the gift that keeps on giving. There are the personal favorites like Little Women, Gone with the Wind, and The Wizard of Oz that continue to amuse me no matter how many times I've read them. And as I coach my young students today, I find they're enraptured with the Harry Potter, the Vampire Knights, and the Twilight series, as am I when I read them. It doesn't matter what you read just as long as you spend some time every day reading. The more you read, the better you'll write and the better you'll converse. 
Your vocabulary increases and your understanding of the world grows. I received an email this week from the president of the Authors Guild, Roy Blount, stating that he had been talking to big sellers who report that times are hard. Here's an edited snippet of his observation. Booksellers aren't known for vast reserves of capital, so a serious dip in sales can be devastating. Booksellers don't receive congressional attention. A government bailout isn't in cards. We don't want bookstores to die. Authors need them, and so do neighborhoods. So let's mount a book-buying splurge. Get your friends together and have a book-buying party. Buy the rest of your Christmas and holiday presents, and that's just for starters. Clear out the mysteries, wrap up the histories, beam up the science fiction, round up the westerns, go crazy for self-help, and yes, say yes to the university press books. Get a load of those coffee table books, fatten up on slim volumes of verse, and take a chance on romance. There will be birthdays in the next 12 months. Books keep well. They're easy to wrap. Buy the books now. Buy replacements for books that are looking raggedy on your shelves and stockpile kids' books as gifts for friends who look like they may eventually give birth. Hold off on the flat-screen TV and the GPS. They'll be cheaper after Christmas anyway. And buy many, many books. I say yes, yes, yes. And as a charity dedicated to improving literacy, Be the Star You Are provides an online bookstore where you can find many of your favorite books at a deep discount. Go to our Amazon store. Just click on BeTheStarYouAre.org and you'll find our books. And since the early 90s, I've been reading three or four books a week since I started producing this radio show in 1998 and interviewing authors in a variety of genres. So make sure that you tune in with us every week. And remember that when you read, you succeed. My children still have most of my childhood literary treasures, although my copy of Goodnight Moon is worn and torn. They enjoyed the story as much as I did when I was a babe. Books never lose their charm. There's always something for everyone. And even the reluctant child who says he hates to read will like a book. Promote reading and literature among young people. It's important for their health and creativity, especially in our democratic society. Literacy comes wrapped in various packages. Find a topic you enjoy. Visit your local bookseller, your library, and discover a plethora of books guaranteed to ignite your passion. And thank you for tuning in to Star Style, Be the Star You Are every week, and also for supporting the charity, Be the Star You Are, which is supporting literacy. It is a $25 billion problem in America, illiteracy, and we can make a difference. So stay tuned every week with me, Cynthia Bryan, your personal growth coach. For more information, go to CynthiaBryan.com or be the star you are, dot org. And until we celebrate again next week and bring you more great authors, and next week is going to be a literacy week, I am Cynthia Bryan. This is be, be the Star You Are. Go out and celebrate the day. Thanks for joining me. We'll talk next week. Thanks again for listening to Star Style, Be the Star You Are. For more information about Be the Star You Are Nonprofit Corporation, please visit BeTheStarYouAre.org. That's BeTheStarYouAre.org. Join Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany again next Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific Time, here on the World Talk Radio Variety Channel. Remember, to be a leader, you must be a reader. Enjoy a stellar week. You're a secret.